0: Hello there, and welcome to another Irrational Passions Presents project. This is another review discussion for this feed. Today, we're going to be talking about a fold apart with special guest, Monty.
1: Hi, Monty. Hi, thank you for having me here. I am so excited.
0: Thanks for uh, joining me. And I'm going to, full disclosure before we get the conversation started, I was given code for this game. Don't hassle me that's that's disclosure cool all right (laughs) now we can go forward um so before we like really get into it i just want to know like what's your basic thoughts on the game because it's it's like a love story that's told through puzzles and very cute and fun like pictures and stuff so i kind of want to like what are your just like off the off the brain thoughts
1: So right off the bat, after like playing, I think I played this game maybe in like the matter of like three days or so, um, which is a record for me because I am not good at puzzles, but I was just like so committed. Um, Proud of you. (laughs) uh, Thank you. I need it. I need the validation uh, because I was very proud of myself. But um, what I really, really think about this game, I think the music and game style is so pretty. I Mm -hmm. think... It's, it's, it's fun, but I think the story is what's really kind of a little fucky with me. Um, all of it was fun. I mean, again, I, I push through the, the hardness of puzzles. It means I do like it. But I think the mm-hmm. story for me, uh, kind of coming from different sort of relationships, including long distance ones, um, and that whole key of communications is what bothered me. But we can dig yeah. into that a little bit later.
0: Yeah, because I was was just going to do my off-the-dome thoughts real quick and say that I think it's fun. I think the puzzles are good, Um, Mm -hmm. much like what you said. I think the story and how it handles long-distance communication is interesting. I've only been in, like, one long-distance relationship, and it was kind of rough um, Mm -hmm. because I lived on the West Coast and the other person lived on the East Coast. They are both going to college at the same time. So it's a little, uh, little rough. But, yeah it um, sounds
1: very difficult oh my gosh
0: yeah it's, it was not great <laughs> um but I think how it handles like the communication and the writing I think is there but it kind of falters the points mm-hmm. it tries to make
1: mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Which, I
0: th- which is like which which hurts me especially especially the ending of the game which we'll get into um but let's not to get like too privy into your personal stuff, you said you, you had dealings with long-distance relationships as well, so you kind of know the vibe. Um, it's hard. They're difficult, um, especially when you don't have the funds or time to go see the other person. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that was the case for my relationship, and that's why it ended is because I don't have the money to fly across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But let's dive into it, right? So in the beginning, we see the two protagonists. I mean before then, you could choose the the protagonist, red and blue, and like the their sexual identity more or less, their their gender, all that. Um, and I think the way how it says, hey, these two are together in this rural environment, but then blue has to go live in the city because of this new job and they need to further their career. And I think the stepping stones it takes from there are interesting. But, like, somewhere along the middle, that message gets muddled. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, It's – so they just, like, graduated school, correct? Like, that's Mm -hmm. what I got off of. They were, like, met each other in school, and then they got their job. Um, I think they are both very ecstatic, but also that kind of worry was there. But when these things happen, you have to talk about it, like, very thoroughly – Um, Mm -hmm. It can't just be sort of a conversation of, oh, I got this job. Like, let's say, you know, um, I was living in L.A. and I was dating someone there and I got this job now moving to New York. It's not like, hey, I got this job here. And it's not like, oh, that's really cool. There has Mm -hmm. to be big, thorough conversations. And I'm not too sure if that's happened. And I wish that we could have seen that more because all we kind of saw was, uh, let's say I I played um, just like the the straight like yeah. box art versions of them. So the the woman in the relationship was just The box very... art. That's good. <laughs> the <laughs> they um she was just very worried. Like she looked mm-hmm. worried, but it didn't seem that she kind of like talked more into it. So that's kind of like a big thing for me. Was just like ooh, alrighty, yeah. we're gonna see how this goes. But yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and I think like. Going off that point is there's a lot of like stuff in the middle, but there's no preamble to the relationship. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, these two are in a relationship, and I wish we got that backstory because it would have fleshed out the writing more. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, Say if the like they they had that conversation, that would have made a lot the writing feel more cohesive and less like spur not spur of the moment, but. It would tie the whole thing together because there were definitely moments during the scenes of, like, Blue feeling guilt and Red feeling worry. I was like, okay, did they talk this out? I get that they're working through their emotions, but they're not seemingly communicating this through the, the text messages. And I was like, yeah. this the conversations need to be happening instead of them going through all their inner worries and inner anxieties which i do appreciate because that is something which is totally valid but i wish there was more conversation about those insecurities
1: yeah for sure like the their sort of conversations remind me of like when i was first like you know dating someone like Mm -hmm. back way back when um and you don't want to say anything that might be like you know stepping on some toes or making them feel bad. You never want to be yeah. the reason someone's upset when you're in a relationship. That's it yeah. feels like shit and I think that's what maybe they were going through. That's just a lot of assuming on my end. Um but unfortunately that's what kind of had me really troubled. Um because again, communication is key. If someone's like not I know there was like an instance of like I think one of the characters not like texting back the whole day and it's just like
0: yeah.
1: hey like wish you'd like text me back, that sort of thing. And like that stuff sort of happens and it's inevitable. Um, but instead of assuming of like a whole bunch of stuff running through your head, you have to talk these things out, even if it's just laying it there in a text. Um but again, I'm I'm taking the guess of like they were in their first relationship together Mm
0: -hmm. and
1: they were just kind of scared about like I don't wanna be the reason that they're sad. We're already apart and already super upset about this. Yeah do I want to make this worse?
0: Yeah. I I do like going off of the point, that point, I think this is definitely, it feels like this is their first like real, like serious, serious relationship. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. where they've like moved in and they actually have good, like strong feelings towards each other. Cause that's mm-hmm. what it feels like. Um, but there's, I think during that scene that you were talking about with the, like the mm-hmm. multiple texts and no response, like when we, when you see that the other side is like blue sending all those messages, but then red is just like laying in their bed feeling super insecure. Mm-hmm. Like that is, like that should have been a moment of like saying instead of saying like when red said, "Oh, I'm out with friends. Talk tomorrow." And be like, "Hey, I don't feel great, and I miss you." And that's like what should have been said instead of like the avoidance. And I get, I get why the avoidance um, writing was there. It's va- like it's valid to feel like just make a white little, little white lie and get away from it all but there there are points during the throughout all the writing like if there was just like a smidge more honesty I would appreciate it more
1: yeah and it's hard because I'm like I'm sure there are long distance relationships that do feel this mm. way I know after I finished it, I was like okay I'm kind of upset with communication right now like I want to see what other people think of it and I watched a little of, like, Wonderbots playing it. I watched a little bit about, like, H, Z, something, someone's mm-hmm. name. They, like, wrote about it and was like, okay, I can see how, like, this can be fleshed out. And, like, it's just kind of telling the stories and, like, the stresses of a long-distance relationship. These are all things that you think. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is that we're seeing a conversation between two people having this relationship. And seeing that they're not communicating and just kind of like assuming everything, it does get frustrating. I know the message was there. That key message was pointed Mm -hmm. many, many times. Long distance relationships are really fucking stressful. And they do feel like this weird maze of a puzzle that you kind of have to compromise and fold together to like make it right. It's, It's definitely there. But coming from me who needs to communicate things. Even with now, um, I lived in LA and my current partner, um, they live in Boston. I live closer to now, but it's still a lot of communication. And I, I see that's what really, really like, I guess upsets me in a way. And it's just like, I, I don't think the communication was there, um, but I'm just going to keep writing and competing myself, but you continue. Quinn.
0: <laughs> no, you, and you're, that's fair. I think like, as much as, like, the message is there and the writing helps to justify the, the message, I think if there was more depth to the game, that it would help, like, embody that message more and say, and really, like, have that shine and, like, have all the different multi-facets, have their different facets of what they're trying to say really come through. Mm-hmm. Because if it's, say, the game, like, there was maybe, like, three hours the game was like three hours longer right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we could you could see the full breadth of communication struggles talking like more communicate allowing for more communication to happen and allowing the writing to just get a little bit deeper i think that's like that would have really helped m- like m- hit it home so to speak
1: Oh, I didn't even think about that. No, you're absolutely right. I think if it was just a bit longer and it took more Mm -hmm. things to flesh, I think it would have been kind of executed a lot more deeply. I didn't think about that. I I think, yeah, no, I completely agree.
0: And, like, as much as I'm a proponent for, like, short games, I think when the message is there but they don't really flesh it out, I I always want to see more. That's, like, Mm -hmm. if there's something interesting there, I want to see more of it. And I think that's what, like, hurt hinders this game so to speak is the lack of like not messaging but it's like if it's like three inches deeper it would just like really nail it in like the studs in the wall right and if you just like bang it in a little bit harder it would just been right there
1: Mm -hmm. Um,
0: anyways I'm washed for using a reference like that Um, (laughs) but um, I'm gonna go to my notes now um, yeah So what do you So we kind of get like a Charles Dickens Kind of like exposition here One's living in the city One's living in like the countryside So to speak in a more rural setting mm-hmm. Did that affect like your feelings On how these characters interacted at, With each other at all or no?
1: Uh, For me not too too much um, I kind of understood that you know I'll I don't want to make assumptions because that's exactly what I'm complaining about. But um, I think it makes sense. A lot of people who live in cities want to like see more and get out more. That's how I am. I, I have to live in a city and I've lived in a whole bunch of major cities up until this point. Um, but I have more so my my brother who is an adult and has lived sort of in suburbia all of his life. And he's very comfortable and he likes it, and there's no issues with that. Um, so that's something I saw. I was like okay those things are, are are valid but I think once you start getting into like oh this person's going to be living in the city for a bit while they're living in suburbia where's the conversations of like the future gonna go like what's gonna yeah. happen here if they're both in very different fields like there had to be a conversation somewhere it's just like I don't think I'm ever gonna move out um no. If you get this job and you really like it there, like that that's a real conversation people have. It's just like, what if you really like like in my head, he like lived in Chicago cuz that's like yeah. major major city with a lot of cool architecture. That's how I kind of like connected it into my head. Um What if he ends up liking it? And he just, like, lives there. There there needs that conversation. So it didn't do an effect for me. I think it was a really, like, real relationship that people do have. Finding, like, Mm -hmm. after school and then moving into big cities, I think that's a real thing that happens.
0: Yeah. And I think something worth noting about that setting is blue goes to the rural setting and red does not go to the city. They're, like, actively afraid of that. Mm -hmm. I think, which notes that, like, one that red sorry they don't have names so i'm just calling them colors red (laughs) um like the teacher so to speak that's their occupation um they are afraid of like kind of the city and like the change, like how that might affect their relationship and change versus like the static nature of living in a rural setting because that's what they know and what's up what that's what they're comfortable with and that's like i respect that as a city guy who likes Working like being out in the country, like that's totally b- valid. Mm-hmm. Like, it's you have to find where you're comfortable and always be adapting. And I think that's also goes to hurt like how the characters' writing hurts them. Is we see Red being so rigid and like not willing to like be flexible, mm-hmm. and Blue is always the one like compromising. They're they're the ones moving out to the city, doing the Going to the brave, brave unknown to do this new job and find themselves in the city. Um, and I think I wish that part of that was communicated more. Um, oh, the,
1: for sure. Yeah,
0: because it's a really interesting facet. And I like that's something which has very like can be very nuanced and very intricate in the, the details of this relationship specifically.
1: Mm hmm. Like. So, so I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. I think, again, someone's wants are very valid. If someone doesn't mm-hmm. want to leave town because they're comfortable, they love being around friends and family that they know and love, then that's okay. That's that's absolutely fine. Um, I find myself sort of in a similar position where uh, my partner, they live, you know, I, I say Boston as like a general era, but they live outside Boston. They live sort of in the suburban area. So um, like Braintree yeah yeah exactly and okay. sorry to like
0: put them like on the spot but it's like my grandma's from mass i know that area
1: yeah no and it's it, and, and, you know it's it's very very suburban um yes. yeah so me uh compared to like i i grew up in sort of like a suburban setting um mm-hmm. but then you know lived in, in in cambridge boston which is like very very city uh, lived in la which is very very city and now in new york I can't ever find myself sort of in that suburban setting. And my partner, um, they really don't see themselves moving out, which is absolutely fine. They're taking care of their family, Mm -hmm. as well as they're very comfortable in their awesome job. They have great coworkers. They have a great, like, you know, healthy and positive workplace. And I would never try to rip that around for them. And we've had conversations of like, where is this going to go like what's uh-huh. going to happen you know i don't see myself moving over there they don't see my they don't see themselves moving into the city with me but these are real conversations that you know we have to constantly have like hey how are you feeling in the future but for now we're just kind of content with each other and like what we're doing now and how to keep each other happy um which, which is fine we'll see how it yeah. ends i don't know but i'm happy with them um which is, and which is important yeah yeah exactly so her unwillingness of like trying to never go to the city or not try to like compromise like her needs are valid that's okay um but just kind of the way that it was fleshed out in a way that like you know made him feel bad because i know Mm -hmm. i think i've done that before it's just like i'll never move back over there i can't do that like i can't be around people that i grew up with i can't fucking do that and, you know, that hurts to hear, especially when, you know, they're working so hard uh, to keep both of us happy as well as I'm doing for them. Um, yeah, and it's – going
0: mm-hmm. to that point real quick, I'm going to interject. It feels yeah. like there's there's no real compromise between the two. It's like Blue's technically the one compromising, and Red is just, like, going along with it. They never – when, like, a big thing is going to happen to them, it's, like, cool. They don't – in the terms of their relationship, they don't – There's no seemingly like big compromise that they do. And I think that goes to show that I think if we were shown like feasible examples of that throughout the course of the story, it would help make the relationship that is shown feel so much more grounded.
1: Yeah. I think, I think for both of them, they're both compromising in a way Uh, blue more so to say, but you know, red's also compromising because They're away from someone that they love and they don't have to be in this relationship. They can find someone that, you know, they've grown up with and are are around. And it seems like, you know, she's very lonely and so is he. Mm -hmm. Um, And they can just not be that way. So they were both compromising, but if, again, if there was more communication and fleshing out and just discussions, um, I think that would be, kind of solving a whole bunch of issues that are going on but again Mm -hmm. it's the assuming I think assuming is such a fucking how do we say it
0: just to to quote my grandma if you assume you make an ass out of you and me so
1: yeah like it's just it's not good (laughs)
0: it's it's not not
1: good in absolutely anything oh my god and that's what really got me upset about this game Mm
0: mm-hmm because it, it, it does make some leaps, and it kind of like makes the player assume that they like they know the skinny, they know what's going on with this relationship,
1: mm-hmm. but in fact
0: they don't. But exactly, let's talk about the puzzles for like a five like a few minutes because that's the actual like meat of the game that we should discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, so the puzzles for those who are uninitiated is all about folding. And it's full about folding paper. It's all done in Unity. It's very cool. Um, I've talked to the devs many times about it at PAX West, PAX East last year, um, and this year. You know, back when we could still go outside. Um, miss it? Oh, I miss it so much. But <laughs> um, it's everything's like they did everything themselves, um, and it's all like meticulously crafted, which is a pain in the ass. Um, but props to them; it looks great. But the puzzles is all about folding paper, hence the name "A Fold Apart. Ah, ah, ah. Um, <laughs> but I found, um, I found some of the puzzles a little tricky, and I'm not going to lie to you, Monty. After, like, an 11-hour day at work, I just wanted to cruise through this game and to see the story, <laughs> and so I used the puzzle hints, which are great. Um, so thanks for having a hint system for good puzzles.
1: Oh, yeah, no, I I love it when games have, like, hints or, like, guides. Because, again, there's, you know, there's people like us who just work the whole day and are just kind of there for the story. There's also people who just have a lot of fucking trouble, so it offers more accessibility, which I think is cool. Mm -hmm. Um, But, man, those puzzles. Who knew that something... It looks so simple. It's just... It
0: it gets really rough.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God, it's so hard. There's just, like, lines on both sides... It looks Mm -hmm. simple, but, man, it can get so tiny with the folds. Yep. I was sweating, Quinn. I was sweating. I was getting so upset. I was trying my best to kind of get my brain working. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. Monty, you're smart. You can do this. Do not go online. I was able to, but, again, it took me three days of playing it. and. I'm proud
0: of you. Like, as someone (laughs) – I'm proud of you, as someone whose like (laughs) favorite games are puzzle games, more or less. Like this game gave me a lot of trouble. (laughs) Um, Oh my god! Because some of them are not as intuitive as you would think, Um, and I think it was also a little hard when you have to do the when you have to move like get a block onto a certain side, and you have to like wait a minute and like have the character push it and like it's very slow and you have to do like an indiv- individual button prompt to climb. You have to do mm-hmm. that like 3 times. It gets a little long in the tooth, but I think what they do with the puzzles was actually really cool. I think the design is It's
1: fast. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's amazing. They use every They literally use every element of, like, Mm -hmm. what you can do with the screen and a controller into the game. Like, it's not just, like, folding right and left and there's both sides of this piece of paper. They make you turn it, things will fall, things will, you know, go into the abyss and you'll have to start again. Um, It's, you have to, oh my god. It's just every single way of, like, what you can think of with a piece of paper that you can do with your hands. It's implemented onto this game and I think that was so neat because I've never I, I've never played a game like that before.
0: No. Same.
1: Um it's it looked intimidating at Pax West 2019? 2019, yes, that's when you can go out. Um yeah, and...
0: last before March <laughs> of this year, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so at PAX West 2019, I like saw it in like the the indie booth there and I was like, this looks kinda cool. But it was also a puzzle. And I wasn't a big fan of Puzzles Queens in 2019. 2020 is, like, changing me. Um, you're,
0: you're into puzzles now? You like Jigsaw or, like, what?
1: Oh, I just, if it can, like, turn my brain and, like, make me feel alive a bit while I'm just at home all the time, I'm for it. Um, yeah, that's, but... that's what they're good for. <laughs> Seriously, um, but yeah, back at Pex West, uh, it just looked really intimidating because I just didn't like them at the time. Uh, not the mm-hmm. game, just puzzles in general. Yeah. And man, that like space in the in the indie mega booth is just so cramped. And, like, yes. having people just brush against your back and just, like, push you over just made that more intimidating. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I love the devs. They were super, super nice. Um, I, I loved watching people play it um, from afar where I could be safe and not be pushed by people. Yeah. And then just that experience just enhanced itself while playing this game, um, you know, for you here.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think when my first experience with it was at PAX... East 2019 I wrote a preview for this game um, let me pull that up and see when I actually wrote it but <laughs> um, like I had a great time watching it like watching people play the game I also watching people play puzzle games is so fascinating because you see how their brain works mm-hmm. um, and for me is when I was talking to the devs and talking to them like after my demo um, we were talking about how different people play the game Yeah so yeah last year um go read my preview that's a year old please um
1: (laughs) quinn's writing's always good please read it even then
0: thank you um it's
1: (laughs) my writing's eh
0: but um it's i had such a good time talking to them about it i think it was mark and steven i was talking to um it was just them at the time then they expanded the team to help get the game out um Mm -hmm. But th- we were talking. They their approach to puzzle design when I talked to them was very different because this was their first time doing something like this. So it was like, mm. they approached it from cool. How can like like you said, the paper aspect. That's like the that's the that's the gimmick, so to speak. Is and I think they really nail it. So shout out to them.
1: Hell yeah, that made it so much fun. Like mm-hmm. again, I could have easily just been like. Quinn, I'm sorry, I literally can't do this. I'm just going to just watch this shit on YouTube and like do the puzzles yeah. by then. But like, I was trying so hard because I was like, I want to do this right. And it takes mm-hmm. a lot for a game to do that for me because sometimes I'll just give up. But like, I really liked the essence of the game, you know, long distance mm-hmm. relationships, the music and the puzzles did really incorporate that together. Um, yeah. The crunching and the, and, and the pulling and like the cutting mm-hmm. away, as well as like the music it felt really lonely and it really did a yeah. great job at that
0: yeah i think the the way that like the text pops up on the screen during certain moments i think is great um because it like kind of like hits at home of like hey this is because you kind of feel like they're you're inside their brain mm-hmm, it's kind of like their mm-hmm. thought process and them working through the insecurities which i think is really cool mm-hmm. um, because it was like, cool, this is how this person directly feels. And um, it was very cool, especially, like, when you're turning the paper and the words start popping up and it's, like, falling where the character – I don't know. It's cool. Um,
1: I like I think- that part. Don't worry. I feel you on that. I was, like, okay. yelling because that means something – and that means I'm doing something right in the puzzle. <laughs> Bingo. Um, <laughs>
0: but I was going to say the the game itself with all these aspects of, like, the, the – the style and the design feels like a Pixar movie. Um,
1: oh. And, if,
0: and I yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it does. Right. And it's,
1: Quinn.
0: and I think that works to its benefit um, because it is so like, like a Pixar movie. Um, the Like it looks fun. And like the writing is good, even though most Pixar movies could be a little bit more fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Um But it has that appeal, you know what I mean? And it's, like, it captures you with that look and, like, it hooks you with the hook of the relationship. Then, you know, it takes you the whole way, like a movie.
1: Dude, I'm, like, having, like, a galaxy brain moment, Quinn. That shit's insane because you're absolutely right. Where are all the Disney fans playing this right now? Because they would fucking love it. They would oh i'm going crazy right now okay yeah. yeah no you're absolutely right
0: Uh, you love to see it um <laughs> but i think that's all i have to say about this game is there anything you want to add to this monty
1: uh yeah yeah you know despite sort of you know me loving it so much with like the puzzles and I, the music especially like it kind of made mm. me like get into a mood um i think that's whoever composed it did just an amazing job to kind of catch that feeling of loneliness even like when you're in your room and you're just thinking you're lonely even if you're not in a relationship it's just like yeah this Mm -hmm. music I feel this way uh they did a great job at that but yeah I again I I just wish sort of the conversations in between from Mm -hmm. the moving um kind of happened and, and I wish there was more of like a talk of like when you're having issues with relationships there's more than likely that you're going to talk to friends about it yeah um and they're always kind of like a good goal point of just like well why don't you just talk about it with them um i think there are many issues in their conversations that could have been solved right away but mm-hmm. again this is coming from my brain and in my relationships and how i handle them yeah. and their relationship is very unique, as everyone else's. So there could be a relationship that's just like this, or that could have happened, or is going on. Um, you know, they see this game, and, and it can actually fix a lot of things.
0: Mm-hmm. But uh, I was gonna say the last thing I'm gonna say, but then we're gonna end this this pod. Um, is the music is great. The composer it did a great job. It's very p- piano heavy, which I love. There's mm-hmm. like some there's some light strings in there, but the like the the focus on the piano really nails it um it like much like a score to a movie it brings it all the way home but that's the end we've reached we've reached the end monty
1: oh my god
0: It's it we're done we we did
1: it holy shit
0: yeah so monty where can the people find you on the on the the internet at large
1: Oh god, um, if you would like to see my my hot takes on ape escape, on um hot boys in anime, and also just wanting to find out more about indies in the industry, um, you can follow me at Fried Monty. I'm also editor at large over at Uppercut, which you can follow over at Uppercut Crit. We have a lot of writers just writing about indies and spotlighting marginalized people within video games, which is pretty pretty awesome. Um. yeah that, that's pretty much where you can find me I don't know anywhere else I mean you can find me um <laughs> on a whole bunch of discords right now I'm in a discord that's just talking about mushrooms I took a picture of a weird mushroom today and uh, wanted to know what it was so I found this discord and they, they're they still looking into it they don't know what it is so we'll see what, if it's even a mushroom
0: interesting Um,
1: <laughs> I have a you- lot of <laughs> time now being in rhode island
0: (laughs) that's fair it's not the dunk on rhode island but it's rhode island
1: Um, there's not much to do here
0: there's not much to do in rhode island um (laughs) i was there once for a summer never again
1: Um, oh my god go the best time is to go in the fall that's when like the mm -hmm. the bomb-ass apple picking and like all that pretty stuff is going on but covid that shit's just canceled
0: yeah um you can find me your host um, Quentin Hoffman on Twitter at quantum underscore arbiter you can find all my musings at irrationalpassions dot com with my cool team that I work with um, you can and if you want to follow me on Twitter you're it's home to shitty baseball takes shitty base uh, wrestling takes um, <laughs> me talking about being a blue collar guy I guess and <laughs> bitching about politics because that's where we're at
1: uh, the perfect Twitter
0: Yes, that's the perfect... (laughs) Masculine Twitter, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Alright.
1: Goodbye! Bye! (laughs)